1: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Shotgun snap. He fakes it. He's trapped. He's down for a
1: loss by Minka Fitzpatrick. A loss of one. Beaters everywhere. Actor Matthew McConaughey. All right,
2: all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your engines. Well, there you go. Uh, That's all we can play.
1: I mean, it sounded good. It sounded good. You you know, you're just waiting for it. Yeah, exactly. You're jacked up. Listen, listen, I'm ready to do a bunch of left turns and not get dizzy. (laughs) I don't know about the rest of you. <laughs> you know,
2: I'm sitting here with Wesley. We're going see if Max likes this. This will be funny. And uh, you know, you, you get six seconds or five seconds of Born to Run. You don't have to you all. I'm like so ready to go and headbutt the wall, and then you got to cut it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I mean, come on, it's so good. <laughs> oh, that is just a
1: great beginning nope that's it you, you, you feel it building and yeah. it's like it's it's like it's it's like diet soda you know what? what i'm saying it just you're like oh my gosh this coke is ah it's coke zero it just died. mid-tongue mid-tongue i wanted the full taste i want to do the full mm, swallow and it won't give you that satisfaction it just turns into just sparkly uh, caramel flavored water um, halfway on the tongue but yes still gets you it gets you almost there it gets you ready for what we're about to do what if we just intermittently play six seconds throughout the two two hours
2: is that okay (laughs) jerry uh i don't know in the locker locker room
0: (laughs) jerry talk to us about the coaches and what they had to say today (laughs) well fellas
1: There we go. <laughs> there
2: we go. Oh,
0: no, we're off to a
2: rollicking start already. Oh, oh my yes. gosh. This is amazing. Welcome to the locker room, everybody, because we are having fun. As we, You know, that's the thing people don't understand. A good, smelly locker room is a great place to be in the morning. You know, you're getting your first cup of Joe. Everybody's kind of like, you're just kind of getting geared up a little bit. You're just working out the kinks. You know, some guys are laying on the floor. Some guys are stretching a little. Some guys, you know, you're all sitting there waiting to go into the morning meeting. Then you go in, and after you break it down in the... Offensive, you know the defensive meeting rooms, the the you know unit groups, the O line, D you know D backs, all that. You sit there and then for five minutes, you solve all the world's problems, you know. Or like Mike Webster, Mike Webster would walk in and if he had a breakfast sandwich in his hand, you you know that he's already taken a handful of desiccated liver, and you leave the door open, man. <laughs> the man, the man was insidious. When he had one of those Pepe's breakfast sandwiches, man. Wow. Oh, man.
1: I can't eat. I can't eat. That That just right there makes my stomach turn a little bit. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Who was- because I know, I know what that smells by itself, and then, like, you add... You know some of the guys that that use like the the DMSO and oh yeah and, and, oh my gosh tell the, them about the, it the tell gar- them about the it man garlic heat and it just <laughs> emanates from your pores <laughs> and you're sitting there you just and you you can't you can't clog your nose enough <laughs> no. you know what I'm saying because. You have to breathe somewhere, and then if you breathe through your mouth, you feel like you're getting it even worse <laughs> because you're sucking you it into your it. lungs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's going directly to your lungs, and then now you taste it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because you're breathing through your mouth, you're like, oh god, you know, you just want to throw up the entire time. And yes, you know, you know who else used to take Desgate? Jeff it? hardings I don't know if it's a yes. center thing. Yes, and, it's a center and thing. It's just, <laughs> I was I was like I was like you you all smell like the back of a trash compactor that has not been washed out in like a century. Like it is the offensive line room first of all. Just let's let, let's just let's break it down. Go ahead, buddy, here. break it down. The offensive line, you know, they they call us hogs, they call us mules, everything. Right, it right. smells like a barnyard when you walk in our in our in our in our meeting room. I'm not going to lie. Because like you said, you have all of these different flavors going on. Let's let's not – no, no, I can't even say flavors because that, that's that's ruining my food. Um, these odors emanating from this area because the largest amount of poundage in one space <laughs> is in the offensive line room. So you have that between that and the guys trying to, like, release silent but deadly, uh, you know, coffee aromas because everybody's yes. got – their own brand, whether it's you know, as Wolf likes, you know, Wolf loves his golden roasts and arabica beans and everything else. But you know, we had John Malecki for a while, and 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 you know, John now is is an awesome builder and right. doing yep. a lot of great stuff, um, you know, in his craft now trade. And John used to bring in Jet Fuel, Ooh. and that, that's literally what the name of it was. Wolf. Oh, you're kidding? Jet me. Fuel Coffee. Oh, my. When I tell you the most compact, like, espresso in a 12-ounce cup, I was like, why do you need to drink? Why do you need to be this amped up at, like, 7.30 a.m.? Like, like I don't you, – you, you know, you, it's like – is, you know, you, you got some guys who are morning guys, right? You know, the guy that's like, hey, how you doing? You sound like Bucky Squirrel, right? Yeah. I mean <laughs> – you had like four guys hopped up on jet fuel in this room. But also the problem is we're, we're big guys. So, you know, the flatulence ensues because of said energize. Because it energizes the entire body. So it stimulates in, in innards as well as outards. You know what I'm yep, saying? Yep. And so now you have this gas fume cloud hanging over. It's like methane, man. Yeah, exactly. It's straight methane. <laughs> and you open the door. And then everybody walks by. Like, oh God, what is that closing? The guys coming in and closing the door. And Todd Haley, you know, when he was our OC, Todd would come in because he would because we had a full size fridge in there, right? You know, right. oh yeah. Todd would Todd would come in and he'd store his Diet Cokes in our fridge. Mind you, he has his own mini fridge in his office, right, <laughs> at the OC office down the. Hall. But for some reason, he felt the need that he was entitled to our space in our offensive line, um, <laughs> refrigerator. So he'd bring a case of Diet Cokes every day, put him in there. He'd walk it, but then he'd close the door because it smelled so bad after he'd leave. So we knew when he left, because it's in the back of the room. We're watching film forward. Right. You know, he kind of creeps in very, very sneakily <laughs> and would put it in there. And so we're like, dude, and he doesn't say anything. So we're like, all right, okay. And, but I'm like, why'd you close the door? You know, we're airing this out, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're airing, you can't close the door with us in this room. And so, you know, he would do it. So, our payback was we would then, after the Dad Coats got cold enough, you know, we'd always, we'd have, we'd have we'd have Doug Ligursky go and check the temperature check. That was his job because he was in the back row closest yes. to it. Like, Doug, Doug, where are we at, Tim? He's like, not chilly enough, guys. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Another 10, 15 minutes. Ago. Doug, how chilly is it just right and then we'd pass him out and we'd drink all his diet cokes <laughs> <laughs> so now you have all of all, all of these hopped up caffeinated guys in this room that's now just flatulating all over the place oh, it's, no. it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous but we would do it just because ty would always come in order and he wouldn't say anything <laughs> he wouldn't say anything during the and just put just put the case in there and we're like at some point you're going to acknowledge us right yes <laughs> and, so, and you're gonna stop closing the door nope didn't do it whole season <laughs> uh in the offensive line room is it, it's one of i mean,
2: it's I a, a great good, place a to million be a story
1: oh my the rules did y'all have a lot of rules when you when you played Wolf?
2: uh they weren't as i don't think there was much as you what we had was um there we go <laughs>
1: There we, there we go. Continue, continue yeah. on. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yep. sorry. Okay. I couldn't they, control they, it. Yeah. Just, you know. It almost <laughs> just, went a little too long. I'm just saying. Yeah, it it, it got closed. Quarter Watch of a second. I've got to get it out before those yeah. saxophones get in, right? <laughs> yeah, you can't get the saxophone and you can't hear a word, okay? If you we hear the saxophones,
0: hear it's too late. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's too late.
1: We're on the point of no return. Just take the fine. <laughs> we, we didn't have any
2: real hard and fast rules other than, like, you know, we, we fined each other. We had a fine system for, you know, uh, a buck a yard for a penalty, 10 bucks for a sack, 10 bucks for a missed assignment, things like that, you know. But so the only rules were you could plead them to a kangaroo court of your peers, you know, which, of course, was like uh, Ron Blackledge and nobody else. And it, it, with Blackie, it was a kangaroo court, and it was immediately turned oh, yeah. down, oh. you know. Yeah, <laughs> You know, if, exa- you, if exa- you appeal... You know, and then it would get uproarious with guys, you know, trying to appeal and trying to hire, you know, the clubhouse lawyer, you know, a buddy <laughs> to speak up for him. And, of course, that doesn't work. So there were things like that, but we didn't have any hard and fast rules.
1: Oh, man. No, we, we had we had a list. Well, I tell you. <laughs> this is how wrote it evolved. Yeah, hey, you know. this is how it evolved. So you think about where you took it in the 80s. To where it gets now to the early 2000s, we had about seventeen different clauses of fines that oh, you could no. that you could be eligible for. Wow! In our offensive line room. So, and, and when in doubt, if you were to if you were to go and try and state your case, like you said, the kangaroo court. Right. Well, well, we, we had our parliamentarian who was on a <laughs> rotating basis annually whoever was closest to the side whiteboard <laughs> where said rules were taped to said whiteboard. Okay. It was then clarification. Cause you, cause you then had to provide which uh, rule you're, you're, you're making a case against for, for your fine. Right. Because the fine system went out and then you could argue your case on, you know, on the following day because it applied to practice and games. Okay. So, I mean, we had, we had, we had the adjudicator. <laughs> who would then be ready with to read the rule out loud before the person stated their case? So you knew clearly what was going on and what was being what was being discussed. I mean, we we ran this. I mean, you, you you could have made this you know you know fat guy court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could have made it lineman court. I mean, it was it was must see TV. So you get up there, and one of the funniest ones was. Uh, Oh, it was, uh, it, it was uh, Jason Capizzi. I'll never forget this. So Capizzi. Capizzi, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So we asked Capizzi to go find one of our players. I can't remember who it was. Um, and they were looking for, quote, unquote, looking for them. And so couldn't find him. It was a post-practice meeting. He's goes, I don't know where he's at. I can't find him. So, we're, so, you know, we go about the meeting. We're like, all right, he's getting fined for this. Well, then the player comes in, like, a little while later is like, what are you guys talking about? Nobody came and got me. <laughs> and we didn't look at Capizzi like, uh, Capizzi, uh, what happened here? Well, I looked everywhere. Where would you look? And then he's like, well, where- I was in such and such. So it became a whole thing. So then rule number 18 got, in- got added. <laughs> <laughs> What's rule 18? It's the Judas rule. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> yeah yeah so 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 we then created the judas rule you're know, like you can't you can't sit there and lie about not finding your brother <laughs> you know. <laughs> yep, yep. and having his back so i mean you know we, it, there was just so many rules there was there was the loafing off of the screen rule like if, right. if you weren't in the final frame at by the end of every play in practice you got fined
2: okay um
1: it was a loaf rule we had one oh we had one that was called. It was the Jim Jones rule, which was, uh, <laughs> A.K.A. you know, you know, Karate Sam, which meaning like if you go into a play and you don't help anybody, you don't touch a guy during a pass protection. Oh. that's a fine. Because Jim Jones was notorious for taking a set and would make his set look good on film, but he wouldn't touch anybody if the guy didn't come to him.
2: Wait a minute! Wasn't that he a Belushi? Left, he look, that wasn't a Belushi. Yeah,
1: he, A.K.A. the Belushi, but we, okay. we named, renamed, we, we renamed okay. it Karate Sam.
2: Okay, because
1: because he would move his hands and stay in place, but wouldn't <laughs> touch anybody. So so yeah, so you know you you had the, the and and then Coogs actually renamed it back to the Belushi. Okay, but it was we we were originally named it Karate Sam. Okay, Karate so Sam. so you had the Karate Sam rule, um, and then of course the no sleeves. You know, you, right? You, you couldn't you couldn't wear long sleeves. So that was that one. That was the "No Guns, No Glory" rule. Um, you uh, I'm trying to think what the other one was? Uh, oh, <laughs> you'll love this. <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: yeah, this sounds good.
1: This is this this is called the "Misfired Torpedo" rule. <laughs> if you pulled and you did not hit anybody, and you jumped off the diving board, you landed on the ground, and not a soul was touched. Miss oh. Torpedo rule. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you got fi- you got fired for not hitting anything when you had the intent to hit all right let me ask you Chris, this then Chris you Kimiato
2: th- was famous for that one. <laughs> right, big juicy <laughs> now, now now we talked about Ramon Foster the big ragu how he whiffed yes. on a heavy bag doing a cut dress now yes there must that was have not been filmed it was, it, was not, oh. it was not filmed has to be filmed
1: has yep. to be filmed to be oh, legal point of order Excellent. Yeah, yeah, that's a point of order. So yes, trust me. If they filmed those drills, we would have, we would have, we would have caught him. Oh, but it wasn't filmed. It
2: that wasn't was filmed. the ultimate miss torpedo because there's no way you can miss a heavy bag that does not move.
1: That might have got <laughs> double fined. That actually might have. I been, think yes, that would have been worthy. Yeah, of that would have That would have. That, that would have been a double fine. Like like first of all, miss torpedo, and it was not moving like humans you know you could say great ah oh, well he closed instead of you know right, exactly. taking it on blah 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 wrong shoulder no 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 the heavy <laughs> bag has no has no law it just it stands there and a guy just holds it and the guy didn't even move it you know what i'm saying like you're just sitting there holding the top of it and you're supposed to swing through and he swing low sweet chariot uh, <laughs> on that one and yeah, yeah, it went rudderless. Exactly. <laughs> well, we'll get back to the
2: topic du jour that we started off with. Of course, that would be Wes, Felipe. <laughs> yes, and thank you.
0: I'm keeping them tight yeah. now. I yeah, mean, yeah, tight, tight, tight. tight. Yeah, Very. We got the uh, we got the the FCC guys on us here. Yeah, you know?
2: <laughs> it could be sending messages. It's like you know uh,
0: you know when you are t- you're talking about uh, I don't know uh, how you need to buy. A new TV. Right. And then all of a sudden, the ads on your phone, the targeted ads oh, are all televisions, and you're like, man, the FBI up. is listening to me. I think our, our FCC guy might be listening to us. So I got to <laughs> keep these I gotta keep these tight going forward.
2: All right, well, Mink is back, or Felipe as we like to call him. All right, you got – and this is, this is an interesting stat that I picked up yesterday, Max. I'm not sure that it's totally accurate or accurate, but what I understand is Cam, Minka, Alex Highsmith, and TJ – have only played two full series together so far. Now I don't know if that's true or not, but that's something that was reported well, on the internet. Well, no. You know, and well, no,
1: be- yeah, because Cam went out early in week one. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, second se- after the second series. So yeah. I
2: mean, so and think Cam, about it. And by the
1: time Cam came back, Minka was already out.
2: Okay. That yeah, works.
1: So, so, so yeah. So yeah. No, that, that's true. Yeah. The internet. I just, I, I just confirmed the internet snoops. They are, they are absolutely correct.
2: Good. 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 You know, and we didn't even have to find out if they were, uh, you know, French male French models. So that's good.
1: No, no, we didn't. That, okay. Which is, which is really nice because <laughs> they, they can be a bit ornery.
2: <laughs> so we've got. What do we got coming back, Max? We got the possibility. Number one, you've got communication just moved from five G to ten G. Right. I mean. Uh, yes. Minka is the ultimate communicator make sure that back end is tight and he's communicating with the front you also got the fact that you've got the possibility of uh, going and having quarters again with three safeties that you might need uh, you know if you if you if you go uh, 12 personnel or more uh, you've also got the the opportunity to have some of those magic minka moments that we need uh, because there's nobody else that quite does it like minka if you know what I mean
1: yeah, no, 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 nobody, nobody sniffs out the rat better than Felipe.
2: Yes, yes, yes. I mean, think about it. From whether it's a it's interception, pick six, what have you, or you know, one of the things that astounded me, uh, this was a couple of years ago, but he was 15 yards deep, playing you know in center field, and there was a off tackle play slash they're trying to get to the perimeter. He came up so fast, he made the hit within. I don't know one or two yards of the line of scrimmage I just I couldn't believe it you know he was just so fast to read from fifteen yards and I counted fifteen yards he was deep and he was at the line of scrimmage meeting the guy just about by you know after the snap of the ball it was amazing
1: yeah no I mean his instincts I mean are just so tremendous, and I think a lot of people can't really appreciate. What he does because it doesn't show up on the stat sheet all the time, but right. Although he was the leading tackler
2: when he went out, remember?
1: Yeah, no, yeah. no, you're right. You're right. He was the leading tackler on the team, but it's like everybody wants to splash, right? They want the interception, they want the the high PBUs, and you know these crazy plays by Minka. But what he does to get guys in the right place so that they can be at their best is tremendous. You can't you can't really quantify his communication skills right? and his, and the way he's able to shut down an area quarterbacks won't even throw in his direction. Like that's, that's when you know, he gets the ultimate respect and it won't show up. Cause like you said, he doesn't, he won't be able to get as many PBUs, you know, passes defense and which also in turn takes down your interception capability, right? When they don't right. throw to you, it's hard to get interceptions, <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> and, and he does all of those things, and you just you kind of look at the other things, um, you know, that everybody else is doing. Like, oh, yeah, oh, forgot 39's there. But is always lurking. He's always, always lurking. Always,
2: always lurking. He's
1: always waiting for an opportunity when a team does slip up or a quarterback gets a little bit over his skis and thinks that, you know, I could throw this area. I don't know why everybody's so scared of him. You know, you look at his stats, and it's not, oh, my God, he just did it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that's yes. what happens, you know, and... and And that's what I appreciate so much. To have him back would just make everything just a lineup just a little bit better. It makes the linebacker's job a little bit easier. Um, You know, it creates a cushion for the pass rush, right? Because now you're more hesitant. If you're like, I'm about to throw to position number two. Nope, 39's over there. Oh, I hesitated for half a second. Now TJ's on top of me. And now I'm, now I'm looking at the sky, talking to God. You know, that's the type of stuff that he provides.
2: Yes. You know, one of the things that I remember was watching a National Geographic special one time, and they were doing a thing on tiger sharks and how fast they zip through the water to snatch their prey. And they're, you know, it's during Shark Week, you know, and it's one of those things.
1: You gotta and, love Shark Week. It's oh,
2: so I know. It's, it's like tremendous, so man, especially when they're like coming out of the water and Flipping around and doing all that stuff, I didn't. Oh know yeah, they where
1: they're breaching, breaching—that's breaching, yeah.
2: it. That figured you'd come up with a big word. Breaching is exactly yeah. the word for it. Well, it.
1: I watch enough Shark Week. That, there you, you go. Know, I just you, I can't you remember. To everybody, everybody talking, wait till the great white shark breaches! It's so amazing. <laughs> shark <laughs>
2: flipping. You got this you tiger know, shark <laughs> zipping. <laughs> and here's the thing: it reminded me of Minka coming from the safety to the line of scrimmage. It was like. And all of a sudden, he's just nailing a ball carrier. You're like going, get Zooks, man. That was fast. Those, those fake
1: seals, I feel so bad for them, oh. even though they're not real. Yeah, I know. I they mean, get torn. I mean, man, they get torn to shreds. I was like, I can't even. Like, You watch how violent it is, and it's just like some neoprene and, and, and foam and stuff. Right, right. I'm like, good God, if you're a real seal. like I, I'm like, man, whew, that's a heck of a way to die. Yeah. Oh, I'm just floating in the – oh, my God, I'm 30 <laughs> feet in the air. And his jaws are around me. See oh, ya. And now I'm dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just – that. It, I think about, like, surfers, too, right? Because surfers have – Oh, don't even say depth, it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like I, – I, that's why I never surf. Well, yeah, just I, I don't surf either. I don't, no. There's you, no need to surf.
2: When you see those overhead pictures of the surfers sitting on their boards and you got some shark going underneath them, you know that I've seen in some of these Just magazine lurking. stuff. No, no, I mean that's no. It, it no, I ain't going out there. Good. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm we're, more we're than good. a morsel. So.
1: We're good. We're, we're We're good guys. Yes, I know. I I, I, I am I am a I am a medium sized uh, tasty treat for that for that uh, for that shark. I'm good. I'm good.
2: <laughs> All right. How about we go to break? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. To we've break. now gone from we've gone from the 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 breakfast we going to the, the offensive line room, you know, where you got these large, gaseous breakfast sandwich eating, exactly, desiccated exactly. liver, pill popping, <laughs> yeti like creatures in there. To now, Not talking Not quite much whale else. farts, but close. <laughs> with that, let's go. Yeah, it's time to go to Rick. There we'll be is. back with more from the locker room. <laughs>
1: is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, back inside the locker room. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I'm amazed at the wizardry um, of the ninjas. You know, you, know Wolf, <laughs> yes. you have to appreciate, you know, the show, we can evolve. You can teach an old dog new tricks. I think we have shown that here. Now, granted, <clears throat> the dog creating this is not that old. So technically we're just the old dogs and we just <laughs> adapted. But at the same time, now that, that was awesome to develop that for the opening salvo of the show. Uh, you know, I, I think Wolf, as we look at this, and, and, you know, full disclosure to everybody out here in Steelers Nation, uh, we were on um, the local station out in Arizona, 98.7 FM, with Ron Wolfley, the the esteemed younger brother of said Craig Wolfley. <laughs> so, you know, it was between two wolves yesterday. Uh, was kind of the theme uh of of the segment two wolves and, and, and a max <laughs> that's right two wolves to the max you know what i'm yeah, saying there I mean, you we, go we now could, we got it yeah exactly or two wolves and a and, and the cub you know i mean we, <laughs> could, we could go there uh but but it was it was so great and you know and, and so it's funny because uh because ron's ron's uh, co-host uh, luke lipinski luke is just looking back and forth you know, the entire time is all three of us are kind of just going in. Right. He, it looks like he's ready to jump in the double Dutch line, <laughs> you know, because I was in studio with Ron and Luke and, 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 and Craig called in. So, you know, it was, it, but it was, it was awesome yesterday, you know, just having that conversation repartee and hearing the two brothers, you know, converse back and forth was awesome. And of course we'll get to see him uh, this weekend as he will be a guest in Acresure Press Box. And you can show him all the fine, you know, foods that we have to offer Wolf, you know, oh, carving absolutely. station, you know, we'll have a little, little brunch. It's not quite <laughs> breakfast, not quite lunch. It's, it's breakfast foods with a salad and a sandwich. You know, it, it, it gives you a good little kind of market, you know, meritage of, uh, of eats. Meritage. This meritage. Left left. Whoa, yeah. man,
2: that's enough. I got to write that one down. Max. Once
1: again, listen, it just, I don't know. It just comes off the gourd fellas. I don't know. You know, I mean,
2: as my mom always says, Hoopy, she goes, Max went to class. <laughs>
1: yeah. When
0: Max, hold on, uh, speaking of class. Max starts. Oh, there years. we go.
1: Yep. Uh, when, there is that, that, those are the classes I attended.
0: <laughs> when when, does when soup season start at Akra That's
1: Stadium. what I'm saying. I was oh. just about to say that. I'm it's, like, it's, come it's on. It's December. We, I mean, what are we doing? If, if we don't get soup this week, when will we get soup? Well, we got, you know what I'm saying? We like, got to talk when to our, when will our man. If we, we
0: get don't get soup, yeah. what has this all been about?
1: Or at least chili. Yeah, exactly. At least chili. Yeah, or, well, I mean, there is the chili from the nachos, right, Wolf, at the nacho bar? It's not but that's quite the not same. Quite, yeah. No, that, that's, that's truly like nacho chili. That's not yeah. a good stout Good on chili. a hot dog, good on yeah. some nachos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you of course might. we don't get hot dogs, so you can't even put it on a hot dog. So. You know what's really good? You Half ever had hot dogs, Texas man. Hots? Oh, now, I it, would never
2: know. See, buff. <laughs> in buffalo <laughs> one of the big things growing up they used to have texas hots they called it it was chili you know it's chili dogs.
0: yes yes chili dogs And yeah, it was exactly. but it was a big they had, like thing. red hots and white hots right oh, up they in had all, oh yeah yeah what's the difference yeah. between a red hot and
1: a white
2: hot i don't know because i ate them too fast
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> i was just an all what's that license plate i don't know <laughs> well the hot dogs i mean the the, the real thing the, like the white ones they were different somehow i don't know what it was about them they were just maybe they were chicken mm-hmm. dogs certain casing know. or something, maybe? You know, I don't I don't Probably really want to know what was in them, True. frankly, come to think of it. Yeah,
1: that, 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 you yeah. know, I mean... Hot dogs yeah. are not
2: something you want to see made. My baloney I mean? has
1: a first name, it's spelled <laughs> O-S-E-A-R. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: Buffalo really, I tell you what, for being a, you know, Buffalo's not New York City or Chicago or L.A., for being a smaller city... They've really got the market cornered on a lot of different foodie. I mean, they got red Hats, they got white hots, they got garbage plates, they got buffalo wings, they got beef on Weck.
2: Beef on Weck, yes. Besides the wings, yeah. Uh, I yeah, said no, buffalo wings. I mean, that's what I like. It's, oh, oh, okay. They got
0: the market cornered on a lot of different absolutely. foods up there. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. No yeah, wonder, he,
1: no wonder
0: Wolf is the way that he is,
1: right, Max? <laughs> No, it, it, it explains so much with saying so little at the same time. Right?
2: You know, you know Wesley's you know? looking at me. Now, Look, Wes is about 110 pounds, right? Ah, 155, He's looking
1: at me 155. I mean,
2: come on. He's looking at me. Going, Soaking that, wet. that's, Soaking that's why wet. That's why Wolf is what, what he is. What's that? Over 300 pounds. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Two me's. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops,
2: we missed weigh-in Wednesday yesterday. Yeah, we did. Oh, I hate when that happens. Oh, shucks.
1: Yeah. Oh, now you're gonna have Juan call in, and, 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 and <laughs> yeah, and here be, we go again. Black. <laughs> 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 oh man, but no, I mean, it, you know, it, it's it's intriguing, right? Because as you think about, you know, like every NFL city has their quirks, right? You know, Pittsburgh, sure. we got we got premanis, you know, throwing flies and slaw on top of your on top of your sandwich, right? You know, we have pierogies, you know, we we have we have our own, del- but you're right when you look at certain cities. I mean Buffalo. I mean, yeah, has to has to really have a monopolized market for its market cap, because I mean, yeah, there are certain things that you expect or elements you expect, but to actually have a food named after your city, a sauce mm-hmm. stuff, mm. and it kind of be the standard across all menus across America. I mean, it's that and the Philly cheesesteak. I, I mean, just really, say. those are probably yep. the two most prominent things where it, no matter where you are in the country, you go to. You know, Paso Robles, California, or you know, somewhere in New Mexico, or middle you of somewhere nowhere in North New Hampshire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, North Dakota, South Dakota. You know, I'm sure the the uh, the actual bison that roam there would be like, wait a second, they named this after my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, buffalo wings and Philly cheesesteaks, right? Those are the two things that you have to say the city name before you actually mm-hmm. get to the product because it gives the full description based on it. That is that is pretty wild.
2: I'll tell you, too, Buffalo, one of the secret sauces in Buffalo is the sweet sauce pizza that they have. It's almost like a pie crust.
0: Is that I, like the country sweet sauce? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's similar. you know, my, my yeah.
0: dad's from Rochester. He yeah. talks country sweet, this yes. sauce that they used to marinate their chicken in all the time. Oh, it's and-
2: unbelievable. And it's this thin crust pizza that's almost like mm. a pie crust, and it's so good. It's like eating dessert. Matter of fact, I think out in, um, I think out in, uh, somewhere around Latrobe, there's a place called Joya's. I think it's Joya's. Yeah, it, it, jo-
1: Joey O's. Joey O's.
2: Oh, Joey O's? Okay. Yeah, like, Joey O's. All right, yeah. that they have a very similar, hmm. if not they do. the same. Is that thing? what they
0: everybody do. was talking about this summer at Camp
1: Max, yes. where everyone was going to get yeah. pizza?
2: Okay, yeah, there you and, go. It
1: was upstairs in the uh, in the Scouts room that one evening. Um, yeah, Joey O's. That, that's one of Omar Khan's favorite pizzas.
2: All you got to do yeah. is follow the Scouts around to know the best eateries. In, oh, in yes. whatever! They, they, have, they, they don't have a scout
1: just players. I yeah, mean, yeah, they, no, scout they scout, scout everything. Out, they scout all things. <laughs> all things that that if it can be scouted, it's or scoutable, they scout it. Exactly. So, yeah, you know, oh, that's, just thought you, of one you, you, more you, you, thing, guys. Oh, what's Chicago that?
2: Dog. Chicago dog. Oh. Dog. yes. But see, does that? That's different than New, it's New like York Chicago dog, style, dog. Because,
0: because there's like New York style pizza and Chicago style pizza, but it's still yeah, it's still pizza. Pizza, yeah. but,
1: but no, the dog. But the dog, uh, Chicago dog. No, you're dog right. Chicago is a, dog. You're is right. It's a right. specific style because it's that it's that poppy seed bun, right? You got to have sport peppers. Mm-hmm. You got to have the the what? Is it, what else is on there? Uh, pickle. Yeah, but tomato. It, tomato it's maybe. similar to yep. the beef on weck yeah. from Buffalo. Yeah, it's I mean, similar it's, to a beef on weck, but and it's like it's, where the yeah. name where the name describes what it is before you get to the actual product. That's what I think. You know, I was trying to go. Like a Chicago deep dish, you know what a Chicago oh, deep You yeah. know what a New York slice is? Got to be a long, a big, oversized, foldable slice. Right, But right. yeah, but I mean, but like you said, Buffalo wings. You don't say Buffalo style, right? They're just Buffalo, buffalo wings. Buffalo wings. Philly cheesesteak. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, I want a Philly cheesesteak. I want a Buffalo wings. But yeah, you know, you could say Chicago dog, but you probably have to say Chicago style dog. Oh, yeah. Because if you just go to a hot dog place. You know, yet you to describe proper it, so.
2: enumeration of what you're asking
1: for. Yes, yes. Cor- Cor- look at that enumeration. Throwing that one out you there. Just, you Somebody just else st- is. You is stimulated the Encyclopedia one of those, Max Tanica. <laughs> you st- stimulated <laughs>
2: one of those crushed synapses in my head. <laughs> See, there you go. Now you rolling, class I'm rolling too.
0: through every possible in my mind. I'm like key lime pie, Ooh. Florida Keys. Does that
2: count? I had one. No, down I, th- in that Florida doesn't Keys. count. It doesn't I had. Count. Oh, I had key lime pie from. Marker post 66 in the Florida Keys, unbelievable. Yeah, rub it in, you big jerk. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me let me tell you, that was that was a a legendary night.
1: There's only one thing I know about Florida. Max Stars Florida Gators. Right. <laughs> Don't forget about it. Uh, we we do not we do not have a uh, a Gainesville delicacy so we could just keep really the, uh, the hey, you got network. tom petty though. so
2: oh, Tampa, yeah. i mean
1: we we do we have an artist yes we have an artist uh not editable. funny enough <laughs> yeah uh, right, 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 but true. uh but yes makes great music uh yeah no i mean yeah as we're rolling through this i you know what, we're gonna have to you know once again wes i'm putting this on you now we might have to come up with a power pole of city foods Ooh. cities and the foods that, that okay. they offer so as I've got far a, as their signature dishes let me
0: let me float an idea for for you guys here maybe this is like a okay. final week of the season thing that we do
1: okay yeah
0: i keep a ta- i keep tabs in my notes on my phone of ranking pow- i power rank the food in every city that we go to in terms of the press box food
2: okay okay and okay, yes. so
0: i've got that i've got notes i've got my list from last year too we could do a day where like our number one we talk about best press box food of the year. Our number two, we talk about like best NFL city food or something like. I'm just spitballing mm. this in real time, but I do think there's something there, Max. Yeah. You got
1: something? I, there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do think we need. I do think we need to power rank foods by city, and then yes, press boxes as well. Because I've also, you know, between Wolf and I, we 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 have covered every single press box mm-hmm. in pro football and i could even probably throw in some college ones yeah there. you got a bunch uh, just ju- just just for transparency purposes and <laughs> thoroughness um yeah no I, I like that i think that i think yes keep keep that in the poly pocket notebook i, I did just find uh, a list here of all 32 <laughs> nfl
0: cities plus london plus mexico
1: Ooh, I like plus, plus munich
0: and what they are known oh. for food wise oh geez this could take a, i should put this away this could take over the munich. rest of the show oh yeah easy. put it away yeah, right, right now It
1: could. it could We've got Cardinals, guys. We've got Cardinals. That's right. It's we got about
2: Let's get it so together. On, let's have Spoil-
1: some respect S- about this. Spoiler yeah. alert
0: for London: it's fish and chips. Ah, who saw that cut? Oh, oh my gosh!
2: Come on. Yeah. If Jeez, I who would thought? I go. I can go to Arthur
1: Treacher's over here. <laughs> Max, oh hold on. Oh my God! Did you just say Arthur Treacher's? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. You, I, I would have thought Long John Silver's. I mean, at least it's still standing. But um, the original one was Arthur Treacher. See. That was that, that, and 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 once again, I mean, you know, just just how you know people invented the local hamburger stand, then McDonald's comes in, like you know, right, th- right. Th- There is there is somebody who influenced it. Long John Silver's is still up in Latrobe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I have not seen a. I had to, you know, where I the last time I saw an Arthur Treacher's where it was in uh ooh, Ruston, Louisiana. I was wow. at a La Tech game, and it was I was like. And I'm driving to my hotel, trying to find my hotel in this little little town. And there was an art. I was like, holy crap. And art, the last freestand. It's like the last blockbuster. Like, how is this thing still in business? I was like, in the era of, you know, Long John Silver's paired with A&W. First of right. all, you got a root beer company that has that has its own store that does like hot dogs and burgers connected to the long john silvers now because long john silvers cannot stand alone on its own um and then i saw this arthur treachers oh my goodness i was like yes wolf you have seen a lot you have seen a lot right there let me tell you i've eaten a lot because i knew exactly what you said when you said it
2: (laughs) i i I remember arthur treachers last time i saw it was in buffalo (laughs) that was that was a few decades ago
1: Yeah, exactly, and I, I mean this. This was in the last ten years. I saw that last Arthur Treacher. I mean that that it might get us on Netflix documentary if it's still around. I don't. I don't know anymore because I don't go to LotTech for games. But yeah. yeah, exactly. I think it's wow. about time we move on. Real, my friend. hold on, real quick, Uh-oh. one more. You guys
2: Uh-oh. will
0: like this. Okay, on this on this list of uh of of NFL you know food notable food from each city okay. for Las Vegas. Yeah, it just yeah. says buffets.
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Hey, listen, listen. listen. I mean, egg. it makes sense. If there, I get if, it. if there is if there is a city that can claim the buffet, it is Las Vegas. No That's matter. true.
0: Also, there's a uh, Arthur Treacher's in Cleveland, Ohio still and in Akron, Ohio. Okay. R- road trip.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm we're I'm remote. We'll do a remote show there from there one of these <laughs> days. Way to give this to us two weeks late after we are already <laughs> in oh, Cleveland. I'm sorry. <laughs> Talk about being, talk about wishing you had a DeLorean right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, anyways, we are off the rails. We're going to get back on the rails in the next segment here. You're still inside the locker room. It's Wolf and Starks and the Ninjas here on ESPN SNR Radio. in the locker room with wolf and starks on espn pittsburgh and steelers nation radio presented by your neighborhood ford store the f-150 is the official truck of the pittsburgh steelers you know the
2: latest hall of fame stuff came out and you got in the top 25 semifinals right we got heinz ward we got james harrison i you know to me they're both they both need to be in the in the Hall of Fame, Max. You played with both these guys. You know these guys very, very well. I look at James Harrison, and I know James has very ni- very humbly come out and said um, he doesn't believe he's got the numbers and that, but I can't believe with the way this guy rocked the NFL in his career and rocked people in the NFL in his career that that guy is not Hall of Fame worthy.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, <coughs> what <coughs> James did in- – you know, when you think about Hall of Fame, you think about legendary contributions to the game. You've right. seen guys get in with shorter careers, not as eye gouging stats, right? You know, right, the first right. one always pops in my head, right? Terrell Davis, short career. Tony Baselli's now finally in. Um so Lin Swan. there are Lynn Swan himself, you know yeah. I mean you yeah, he yeah, had exactly. big Super Lin Bowl Swan, moments. Really? Yeah. So, so there are guys that are exceptions to the rule. And I feel like James and Hines kind of fall in that category of exceptions to the rule, even though they had full NFL careers, right? They weren't shortened and numbers were different back then. But it's about the impact that they made on the game, right? When you're right. thinking about a Hall of Fame, it's not about the stats. There's a lot of guys who get stats, but I wouldn't necessarily want to see them as a Hall of Fame player. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hall- like, there, there are guys, and I'm not going to sit here and name guys. And no, we don't try need to. No, we trying to get canceled. But there are guys on the list. Let's just put it that way.
2: Let me give you this. James Harrison, 573 tackles, 84 and a half sacks, 34 forced fumbles, eight interceptions, five-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro, a defensive player of the year, two-time Super Bowl champ, and the best play in Super Bowl history. That's significant. That's huge.
1: Yeah. No, it's significant. And let's not forget how the league changed its rules on fines because of him.
2: Yes. The dude point.
1: hit at a different level. I, you could also add most fine man in NFL history, right? Right, <laughs> <Yeah>. right, right. <laughs> or I should say on the field discipline. <laughs> <laughs> the, mo- the most disciplined player in the NFL for good or bad reasons. <laughs> exactly. But let's switch uh, over.
2: Yeah. We got. Let's. We only got a, a little bit of time here. Let's switch yeah, over very to very Hines. Very okay, tell me your thoughts on Hines.
1: I mean, Hein, They they had to change rules for Hines Ward, right? Because he was the, he was the first physical representation of a blocking wide receiver, right? And he did it with vigor. He was. He was. He made other Hall of Famers who are in the Hall scared when he was on the field. Yes. They were looking over their shoulder at this guy. He was the boogeyman to some of the toughest defensive players in the league. Like, th- if that doesn't already tell you enough. Plus, he's also a Super Bowl MVP. Let's just face that. Yes. Uh, you know, this, that one accolade right there. Like, if you get Super Bowl, you should be on the fast track to getting in the Hall of Fame. Because you've done some. You were proven to be the best in the best game that's played every year and you're one of you're one of soon to be 58 like come on like that right there should already have you on a fast track and then you add that they had to change rules for him because he was so physical at the wire When's the last time you said man this dude's a really physical wide receiver
2: yeah yep yeah and and then he's a the gold says, hold standard yeah
1: yeah well it says hold my beer have you broken somebody's jaw <laughs> blocking okay right let's just let, let's just let's let, let's just Think about that for a second. A wide receiver that blocks so hard that he broke a man's jaw.
2: If you are the guy that makes Ray Lewis look for you, when the yes, when the hunted scared. becomes a hunter,
1: scared. Yeah, like I've seen it. I seen it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Craig Robinson. I seen it. <laughs> like I watched Ray Lewis run away from a tackle because Heinz Ward was near. <laughs> and then, and then you know, get mad at you because you went and threw a block to cut him, to cut him, legally cut him in a play and grab me by my face mask and say, do, do you not have better decisions to make in life? Like, what? Man, get out of my face. It's football. Why are you grabbing my face mask? Like, I'm trying to cut you. And then he's running away from Hines word. He's like, oh, got to go. Heinz looking for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, th- come on. Come on. Like, like, yeah. I mean, Hines, I get their Steeler fatigue in the Hall of Fame, but listen. When you are playing for one of the greatest franchises in the sport, there's going to be a little bit more guys that come out because guess what? We've won, we're tied for the most Super Bowls. So guess what? We have more Super Bowl moments than a lot of other teams. You know, hello Jets.
2: Exactly. Why hello, not put, put Panthers?
1: A, why not put a wing of Steelers? You know, busts. <laughs> hello brands. <laughs> <just> <laughs> There we go. There we go. I mean, Joe Thomas will be in though. I
2: yeah. Mean, uh, I well, he it he exceptional. it. exceptional. Yeah. Well, that's because yeah. he's a Wisconsin, Wisconsin guy. I mean, yeah. you know. Well, that's true. There's there's roots he, there. He
1: fished during his first round draft, as opposed to going to New York. I, I remember that. that is one of the best stories. Yeah, pretty awesome. Awesome. He is pretty awesome. He's sitting with awesome. a camera a guy floating in a boat next to him as he's, <laughs> as he's trout fishing. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but but I but yeah, when well, you look at and and, and, and for to. to kind of wrap this up. I mean, it is solid competition, right? That's that's in this category with them because, you know, along with James Harrison, you're looking at Robert Mathis, Julius Peppers, right, um, as well as a defensive end, outside linebacker. Patrick Willis is in there as well. Um London Fletcher, who I feel like London Fletcher should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. Uh well over there. Was, and then Jared yeah, Allen. Yeah. Um as well. As far as other defensive guys in that body type mold area, because you're talking about linebacker defensive end. Category, so you're trying to figure out those, but I mean James has a case. You know, I would put James up there as far as moving the list up. It would be James and oh, and, oh I'm sorry, I forgot Dwight Freeney. Dwight oh, Freeney yeah. also in that category. So I mean Freeney, James, and Pep. Like one of those three should go in this year. Yeah. Um, I mean that's easy. Now wide receiver gonna be a little bit tougher. You got a- Anquan Bolden that's up there in the list. This is his third time up for the semifinals, you have Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, um, as well, Steve Smith Sr., um, Reggie Wayne, all in that category. So, I mean, it's a little bit of a log jam with the wide receiver. So, that's going to be tougher because you could argue different things. But I feel like Hines is the most accomplished because he's the only one in that list that has a, has an NFL Super Bowl MVP. Just saying. And the only one
2: in that list that got rules changed because of yeah, him.
1: Yeah, that is true. There you yes, go. Yes, yes. Yeah, rules right.
2: changer. That's a wrap. Yeah, you go. and I both agree. All right. So what we're yep. going to do is we're going to go to break because in the power hour, Max kicks it off. So we'll be right back after this.
0: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dierks Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin.